Welcome to the C Word Podcast. I'm your host, Beck Hughes. This is where creative meets business. Here we explore what it takes to harness your creative gifts and turn them into a thriving business. You can have a brand and business that allow you to create work that feels amazing to call yours, have clients you love serving, and live a life that feels like the only place you want to be. Hey there, welcome to the C Word Podcast. Today, I've got a bit of a question for you. And that is, what does it mean to show up? Or more importantly, what does it mean to you? How do you feel when I say to you, you need to show up more? Because I hear that all the time. You need to show up in your business and in your marketing and for your audience. And my overarching feeling is this phrase has probably three possible effects on most people who are on the receiving end of it. Either they're left maybe scratching their heads, wondering, well, what does it actually mean? How do I do whatever it's referring to in real terms? And importantly, why do I need to do it? I think there's possibly some fear and even revulsion at the thought of it, meaning that you need to plaster your face everywhere, which then ladders to the thought that, well, I don't have shiny, perfectly quaffed photos of myself in a pink tailored suit wearing funky off-the-wall spectacles and holding a disco ball. (laughs) So does that mean that I need to run out and do a photo shoot so I can show my face more but do it in a way that is perfectly polished and looks professional or thirdly that you need to start posting and reeling on a daily basis which can feel very overwhelming right so I wanted to just pick it apart a bit today because I don't disagree with the sentiment of it I just think that the phrase itself like many overused coaching terms has become perhaps a little bit vanilla and has become a bit of a broad term like things like level up which have an inference but there's no real depth to them. So on that note in today's podcast I want to talk about what the concept of showing up means to me, the ways in which I have found it to be beneficial and how I choose to apply it for myself in my business. My first thought is maybe the better phrase is to show who you are rather than to show up. Now, I know that's not perfect either. It's probably a bit cheesy and it's not maybe as proactive and as punchy as show up. But it does go some way to capturing more of the essence of what's important in that phrase, in my opinion. Because I think it's often interpreted as, I need to show my face more. And then it manifests itself as an occasional, six things you didn't realise you needed to know about me type post. With that quaffed image in the pink suit with the disco ball. But in the kindest and gentlest way possible... I just don't think that's enough. It's positive and it's absolutely a step forward, but it's not box ticked. It is a truth universally acknowledged, answers on a postcard, if you can identify the reference for that phrase. 
it's a truth universally acknowledged that people buy from people. People don't buy from curated Instagram feeds or blog posts or online portfolios. They buy from people that they feel captivated by in one way or another. So the goal for any action really, in certainly in terms of a marketing action, is to show the person who is behind the brand, the design work, the program, whatever it is that you are sharing as part of your business. And then when you meet someone in person, that they already feel like they know you. So by definition, showing up is perhaps a process of getting to know you, but also getting to know each other. Because I think showing up should actually be a two-way street too. So that's what showing up or showing who you are means to me. It's a process of getting to know each other. So we can go from maybe a brand-to-brand type conversation to a person-to-person connection. And that's what we were talking about, right? People buy from people. So let's just pretend for a moment that social media, or maybe more broadly, the digital space, which is more where most of us do business, is like real life. So if you were turning up to someone's home for a barbecue, perhaps, who you're just starting to get to know, what would you do to build that friendship and build that relationship? Well, you'd probably bring some kind of gift, right? So you'd get a nice bottle of wine, maybe you'd bring some cheese and some crackers, or maybe some flowers. You'd do something nice, you'd be generous. You'd probably tell them how much you love their home, or compliment them on their lovely food and the effort they've gone to, and you'd make them feel appreciated. In a way, that's empathy, that you understand the effort they've gone to, and you want to give them recognition for that. You'd ask them questions, wouldn't you? You'd ask them about themselves. You'd talk about yourself, share stories so they get to know a bit about you. You'd share your point of view, allow them to feel connected to you. And you'd probably look for some common ground, maybe. Find ways to relate to one another. And if you enjoyed it, if it wasn't terrible, if the food wasn't hideous, if they weren't shocking company, if you enjoyed that interaction, then you'd want to do it again. So you'd probably send them a message afterwards to thank them. And most likely you'd organize another time to catch up. So you'd keep the relationship going. You'd keep being part of their world, being in their space, so you can continue to connect. And your interactions with your audience are no different. So I'm talking about your interactions in your business in any way that you might connect with your audience, probably particularly on socials, but there are obviously lots of other ways that you connect with your audience. Ultimately, you want to build intimacy, probably in a non-contact way, but you do want to have a connection, build some warmth, build some trust. So you can essentially feel drawn to each other. You can feel part of each other's human experience and even share in each other's day in some way. So I have friends who I don't catch up with that often, but they do say when we catch up that they feel like they see me all the time because they follow me in my story. So they get to see into my day and what I'm up to. And when I connect with new clients for the first time in a face-to-face chat, very often they will say to me, 
that they feel like they already know me. And what that tells me is that my version of showing up, whilst not perfect, is doing the job that I want it to do. Because it's allowing people to get to know me, like the real me. And it's also designed that I get to know them as well. Because that, like I said, it's a two-way street. I want to get to know them too. So it's human to human, right? It's people to people. What can we learn from the barbecue scenario? There are four key things that I was talking about there. And that was generosity, empathy, relatability, and visibility. And there, I think, four key things when it comes to this concept of showing up. So generosity. What are you giving your audience that shows them you care? Are you being generous with your knowledge, sharing your point of view, sharing your experiences? And is that a mentorship and a guidance and a peer-to-peer kind of relationship? Or are you telling them? Is it a could or is it a should kind of discussion? So generosity in its tone is much more of a mentoring message. It's not a telling message. The second thing was empathy. So how are you showing your audience you get them? Making them feel appreciated, making them feel seen, right? How are you showing them that you understand their circumstances? And then we had relatability. How are you showing the real you? So showing up is about being three-dimensional. So I don't want to just see you. I want to hear you, feel you, understand, not feel you in a weird way, but feel what you feel and get an emotional response to you, understand you, share experiences with you, appreciate your highs and lows, see the innocuous and the mundane, as well as, you know, the more shiny, the more polished things. So it's not just your face and the odd quirky factoid, is it? People will feel they know you better by hearing your voice, understanding what you think about things, appreciating what you care about, what you like, what you enjoy, getting insights into your day even and parts of your life and then maybe your journey so far. And when I say hearing your voice, it's not hearing your voice like we are here necessarily. It's also how you write. How do you compose your blogs, your social media excerpts, whatever it is? Do you inject your personality essentially into that and then we had visibility so it's about being present in a consistent way and that's not being a slave to the algorithm I want to underline that that's about choosing your ways of doing it and then committing to those ways because you do need to find a way you can't really just push out faceless content and hope that it will suddenly blow up Someone asked me recently what I do to increase my visibility, build my profile, to build connection, aka to show who I am, if we're continuing down that theme. And my answer was, I always work on balancing trend, so what's working right now, what people are talking about, what's trending with sustainability because those trending things aren't always sustainable for everyone and what that means to me is giving things a try 
maybe making a professional commitment to portioning part of my time to things that are building momentum right now. So for example, video content or reels, but also to focus on what's sustainable, what's effective and what is authentic to me. So maybe in some ways it's an 80-20 principle. Maybe it's 80% of the time, give or take, you don't have to stick to these figures, but you know, this is what works for me, that you do things consistently that are in your wheelhouse and feel sustainable to you. But then maybe you also give yourself a nudge with another 20% to experiment and challenge yourself and maybe to feel a bit of the discomfort, to try some of the things that are trending, but also showing that they do get some results. For me, the only rule really is that you do have to do something. Because you can't do nothing and hope that people will get to know you, feel that connection with you, and that in turn you will build traction in your business. You have to do something, right? So, okay, what's my 80% if we're working on the 80-20 idea? Well, I choose to apply my version of showing up or showing who I am in a couple of ways that feel good to me. So, of course, here we are together. I have my podcast. And in this format, I really try to be as me as I can, (laughs) whilst also sharing some worthwhile content, because I'm not just here for, you know laughs and giggles. I would love to hope that by listening to the C word, you do get a good sense of me, of who I am, and that you feel a sense of connection with a real person who doesn't mind laughing at themselves and doesn't mind being quite honest about the reality of things. And maybe sort of challenging the accepted view of things, or maybe in inverted commas, the accepted or PC way of talking about things. I do love stories. I'm talking about Instagram stories in particular. So two years ago, I honestly would have cringed at the thought of sharing snippets of my every day. Why would people want to see that stuff? Who's interested? I remember the first story I'd shared after a long time of just dabbling. And honestly, I was in bits. I was in, had so many butterflies. I even deleted it because I thought, oh, what am I doing? And then reposted it. But since then, I've come to sort of love that medium because what I know and what I get back from it is a real sense of connection with the people that I get to share with and connect with in my stories. And I actually love sharing little echoes of the innocuous of what I'm doing, as well as what's important to me as well along the way. And hopefully the odd helpful hint too. It's not a warts and all. I do have a line of my personal life, but I do feel that you can get a pretty good sense of who I am and what I'd be like if we caught up for a coffee, if you do come and hang out with me in my stories. And on that note, I also love to engage with other people's stories, probably for the same reason, because I do appreciate it when they take the time to just share something in an effort to let me get to know them better. And that's what I want. I want 
to get to know people a bit more deeply, get a sense of who they are. And therefore, I assume that that's what people want from me too. So for me, stories aren't just a light-hearted way of sharing what my desk looks like and what I cooked at the weekend. It's actually a conscientious way of showing more of myself and making some more meaningful connections with the people who want to come and check me out there or come and connect with me. Even better, send, when you send me messages and let me know what you think about things. I also do love to share in-person content and training. I love doing webinars or challenges or trainings. That feels really good to me, to know that I am sharing some valuable content with someone who's going to benefit from it, who might not be ready to work with me in a bigger way, but they are going to get something from it. So recently I have run my Aspiration to Action Challenge, which was all about intention setting for the year because not only do I get to share some hopefully genuine value it also lets people get to know me a bit better I do it in person I like to present I like to chat through as much as possible I like to build in some interaction into the process some chat or some feedback reach out and let me know how you're going type stuff and I always hope it will allow people to get a bit more insight into what value I have to share. So I love doing that and always have loads of ideas and plans for how I can do more of that. And the other thing is I engage a lot with other people's content, not just their stories, but their content more broadly. And my aim there is to do that in an intentional way and in a meaningful way. To really engage with what they're sharing. To make useful, meaningful comments. So they are the ways. And also to show my own personality and my voice in the comments that I make. Not just make a comment for the sake of making a comment to get attention. But because I want to create a connection with that person. And I want them to be able to feel and get a sense of me from perhaps the comment or the message that I share in that format. So they are probably right now my 80 percenters, where I want to put my energy. And I do all of this in a way that shows me. So I share my opinions, even if they're not necessarily popular. (laughs) I show my silly, playful side. And I aim to be authentically in my own voice. So to talk as I would talk. I don't use words that don't feel comfortable to me. I don't talk in a way that is more formal or how I think I should sound. I just share in a way that I would share, like I said, if we were sitting and having a coffee or having a chat together. And yes, I do show my face when I feel like it. So it's how I talk, it's what I think, and it's how I look. Because it's just who I am and I can't change that. And my 20% of the 80-20 is doing more things that I do enjoy, but also I probably find a bit more challenging. And I have to give myself a bit more of a nudge to do, which is more lives. So getting live on Instagram, for example, and doing more in-person networking and events. So they are the things that I 
will say, well, I know that they get traction and I know that they're good for me and they're good for my community and the people I love to share with. So I want to give myself a push to do more of that. So maybe for you, you could ask yourself, how does this action or activity, whatever it is you're doing, and particularly in terms of your marketing in your business, is, which is really what this comes down to, how does this show something of me? Does it allow people to get to know you in one or several of the ways that we've talked about? That they see you being generous with what you know and can see the value in what you have to share, that you empathize with them and you recognize their circumstances and what they're feeling and going through. That you're just relatable and real. That they get a sense that I know what this person is going to be like in a one-to-one. I know what they're like in real life, not when they're putting on their shiny, polished social media persona. Not everyone has one, but you know, they're out there. And that they can access and find you because they see you. They see you in one way or another. If they choose to engage with you in a meaningful way, that they have ways of doing that. So if people choose to engage with me in a meaningful way and they want to do that on a regular basis, then they know at the very least that they can come and check out this podcast once a week. And they can drop into stories probably almost daily, not always, because sometimes I don't have anything to say, so I won't say nothing. (laughs) So I might go quiet on my stories for a day or two. There is that avenue to engage with me on a regular basis. And that's, I think, important. So you're visible to them in a consistent way. And again, all of that most importantly, in a way that uses your voice, your face, your perspectives, your values, fears, frustrations, all of those things, really all of the things that make you human and not AI. There you go. I am so in sync with trending discussions right now because everyone's talking about AI. (laughs) I'm not going to talk about AI in the sense that I've experimented with it and this is what I think. But what I am going to say is, Nothing can replace your you-ness, your humanness. So what I'm talking about with your voice, quote you, say what you think. Don't maybe use the typical quotes that are always doing the rounds from Oprah and Nelson Mandela, love them both, but they don't need to be repeated ad nauseum necessarily. I also want to hear from you and what you think. Your face, not a library image or someone else's face, but you your perspectives, not what messages are constantly again being regurgitated because then it starts to feel like a safe message. Oh, they say it, so it feels safe for me to say it. Say what you think. That's what I want to know about. And also, this doesn't mean you can't talk about your stuff, about your services, your work, what you're doing in a business sense. Because when you do, remember you're helping, you're letting people know how you can solve a problem that they have. And you're also helping them to understand more about you, which is remember what we said, that they want to get to know more about you in every way, because you're complex and you're multi-layered. You're a human, you're a business owner, you're a creative, you're lots of things. This is all about balance and intent, ultimately. 
doing things in a conscientious way and just maintaining balance. So do you show up in a way that works for you? Are you getting to know people and allowing them to get to know you? If your answer is you did an annual getting to know you post in January, then maybe you could challenge yourself to show up to show who you are a teensy bit more. I, for one, would love to get to know you better. So that's all for today. I hope that has given you some inspiration on how you can show up, in inverted commas, in different ways. And when someone says that phrase to you, that it doesn't become something that's intimidating or overwhelming because suddenly you feel like you've got to start, like I said, plastering your face on everything and talking about things that you don't feel comfortable to talk about that are personal to you because you don't have to go that deep. This is about what's good for you. So, as always, have an amazing day, have an amazing week, and I look forward to chatting to you again very soon. And if you don't come and hang out in my stories, but you're a kind of story person and you wouldn't mind knowing a bit more about me, then do that too, because I'd love to know and maybe even say hi and let me know that you listen to the potty. I'll chat to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me, Beck Hughes, on the C Word podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a review and share with your friends and business buddies who might like to listen in too. The music for this podcast is by Red Productions on Pixabay.